This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. We're gonna see some serious Awesome! With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Saturday, November 24, 2012. Welcome, everybody. We are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. And this week, we're smoking what they call the rarities. Rare cigars that come out only once a year in very small amounts from our friends at Arturo Fuente Cigars. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week happens to be Nashua and the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking we actually insist that you light up along with us and not only can you catch us on syndication on all seven of our radio stations that currently pick us up but the United Cigar Retailers radio network also extends itself to the cigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live mm. or should you happen to miss a show, like our friend Rudy in Canada, sometimes his work schedule gets messed up and he regrets un- being able, not being able to watch the show live, he can catch the podcast on demand through his iTunes account, or we actually upload our video webcasts to the Cigar Authority where you can watch those shows uh, as though it were live. Yeah, and we also have the uh, folks at CigarStation.com. That is Lots correct. of ways to watch or listen to this mess anytime you want. The 603-883-9900. 603-883-9900. The app. We have an app? We, we have, have the app. GAM app. Yep. You can catch okay, us. you're catching on WGAM. Okay, so welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. Uh, we just got through uh, Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Today... Small Business Saturday. This is when you're supposed to go to small businesses as opposed to uh, go to the big box stores or go to uh, the online guys or something. Shop local. Shop your local brick and mortar and keep them in business because uh, without them, let me tell you, there are no business. There are no new hot things. These are the guys that bring it to you. They show it to you. The only way you know if something that someone says is new and hot, if it actually is new or hot or good, is to actually put your hands on it. You've got to be able to open up the cabinet, which you can do in the state of New Hampshire. You walk up to any of our humidors, you open them, you reach in, you squeeze the Charmin. Oh, this isn't new and hot. Put it back. Go over to the thing that is new and hot. Grab that. Oh, yeah. That's the one I want. Well, what we're smoking today is not anything new. These things have been around for quite a while. That's for Chuck, and this is for me. But they are the rarities. Oh, they are the Atoro Fuente rarities, rarities that come out once a year, and uh, this is a rare one. Uh, this, I'll tell you, uh, 27 years in cigar business myself, um, it was very few times that I ever even lit the cigar up because we would get one box a year, sometimes skip two or three years and get one box. This is the Atoro Fuente between the lines. Atoro Fuente between the lines. Um, there's, uh, it's, um, you have the Hemingway series of Atoro Fuente, which is the Hemingway masterpiece, the Hemingway classic, and the Hemingway signature. Well, and then, and people say this is the Hemingway between the lines all the time. They say it's the Hemingway between the lines, and they also call the short story the Hemingway short story, which 
Au contraire, mon frère. Is it a Hemingway or not? Hemingway or not a Hemingway, that is the question. This, that is the question. That is the question we have here. And I have uh, with me the box of a Toro Fuente between the lines. And also, if you uh, don't have one of those and you're in your brick-and-mortar store, look at the Toro Fuente short story. And nowhere on the short story or the between the lines or any other other than the signature classic or masterpiece will you see the word Hemingway on it. That's because they are not part of the Hemingways. They look like the Hemingways. They quack like the Hemingways. They are it not walks Hemingway. like a duck and quacks like a duck. It's not necessarily a duck because in this case you have Ernest Hemingway in the Ernest Hemingway Foundation that the Fuente folks pay into to have the Hemingway name. Really? But not on the short story. And not on the between the lines. And not on some of these rarities because they don't call it Hemingway at all. But it looks like it and people say it wrongly that that's what it is. But this is uh, not a Hemingway between the lines. This is an Atoro Fuente between the lines. Very interesting. Very interesting. I bet you 99% of even big-time folks that are in the industry don't even know that. But this is not a Hemingway. This is... How did you find this out? I just know these things. I can't. <laughs> He's the authority, man. He, I mean, will, he will neither uh, confirm nor deny how he found out. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I was looking at um, the, the trademark register, actually, last night to see um, um, when the um, Hemingway was registered by Fuente. And it was 1989. August 1st, 1989 was the first use of Hemingway. Um, in cigars. The amazing thing is, I wonder if they even know it. It has elapsed. Wow. The trademark has elapsed. Interesting. I was amazed. I was shocked. What are you going to do if your blabbermouth just made it so that somebody could just scoop that trademark somebody up? Somebody right could now. just scoop it up right now. Because here is the registration, and it is expired. I'll be right back. Yeah. You know, this we're going to take a quick break. And, uh, this is Two Guys Smoke Shop, and I had met, um, this is where we're broadcasting from. I met somebody who had the trademark of Two Guys. I had the trademark Two Guys Smoke Shop for years. I always wanted the trademark Two Guys, just Two Guys for anything. Yeah. And somebody had it. And I met the guy many, many years later after watching it and following it. And he was actually, Two Guys was a um, grocery chain. Not a groceries, but... Um, but, um, like washes and dryers. And okay, okay. Appliances. Appliances. Uh, it was a chain of appliance stores, two guys' department stores. And uh, it had gone turned into a real estate company. And the real estate people, uh, now the sons, uh, had taken over, and they had the trademark, two guys. And they didn't even use it. But I met the guy, and I go, I look at that trademark all the time, and I never see... You guys give it up every time it comes back up. He goes, yeah, we're going to keep doing it. Don't worry about it. Don't even bother looking. We just hang on to it for sentimental reasons. No, they missed. They missed the uh -huh. day. Oh. And I scooped it up because I needed it and wanted it, and I took it. I you got it. it? Yeah, many years ago. So, Did they uh, ever call you and say, no, you SOB, you got it? No, well, you, you know the date, whatever it is. You put it on your calendar. You but wait. did they ever call you and say, no. I can't believe you scooped no. it? Can't believe I didn't. And uh, <laughs> here's a little scoop here of uh, Hemingway. Very interesting. 
Uh, yeah. Hopefully that's not the last time we hear about this. Because so <laughs> have these cigars been out since 89? Or not these? Not, not, not this, because this isn't a Hemingway anyway. Right. Um, but the regular um, Hemingway masterpiece, uh, classic in signature... Um, these are all uh, perfecto cigars, meaning they're pointed at both ends. They're um, some sort of shaped cigar. And this has a little nub on the end, and that's the part we're going to light on it. All right, so now, based on right of use laws, just what little I know about it. Yeah. If, first use. First use. If Hemingway were to catch on to the fact that this doesn't say Hemingway on it, but people believe that that is a Hemingway, Therefore, it is a Hemingway. No, because they're not using their name at all. It doesn't say it anyway here. Why does they pay him anything? It doesn't matter. Think it? It doesn't matter. Yes. No. No. Uh, Maurice with um, New Edition. People thought that those five guys were New Edition, and they weren't. That guy Maurice wrote every song. Maurice Starr. Yes. Did the the score? They were calling themselves the New Edition, though. Uh, people are calling this the Hemingway. I'm just no, saying. No, it doesn't this, say it on. This would be an interesting. This would be an interesting uh, court case in case law, uh, if they if they no. fought that because well, the public perception the is that it's a Hemingway. And the Hemingway folks would want a piece of the action of something that doesn't say Hemingway. No, it sounds like the difference is that the people are calling it Hemingway versus New Edition calling themselves New Edition. Right. They're not calling themselves Hemingway at all. And nor nor are they on short story, but everybody says it. Everybody says the Toro Fuente Hemingway short story. No, it is not. Um, now, what about, what about in the case of Opus X, any company that, that represents anything with an X, then the Fuente people go after them? Because they, the tra- they own the trademark, the letter X, the letter X. cigars. Why? Right. But yes, they do. LFD recently changed their, La Florida Manicana recently changed their packaging. If you look at, you can tell the difference between new packaging and old packaging. The swords used to cross and now they on La Florida Manicana. And creating now they are the parallel. letter X. Creating the letter X. And they had to go Not away. creating anything. Swords cross all the time. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. You've got two swords, you cross them. Like if you're taking a leak in a trough and you're next to a buddy, you cross streams. It's the same thing. It's, it's nothing like that at all. <laughs> This is the Toro Fuente Hemingway Between the Lines that we're going to smoke. I see you already lit up. Uh, originally created at the request of Cynthia Fuente, hmm. who you've interviewed before. I've interviewed, and she is hot. Um, she wanted a cigar that wasn't too heavy, but still had an enjoyable smoking profile. It's four and a half inches by 54 ring gauge at the bulbous end, then it points down. Um, another um, maybe possible uh, misnomer of, of the cigar is people believe this is Connecticut and Maduro, striped. Interesting. Where it looks all Connecticut. Hemingways, all Hemingways, with the exception of Maduro, are Cameroon. Okay. Now the question Uh-oh. is, is this Cameroon and Maduro or is this Connecticut and Maduro? I'm going to say it's, it, it's a shade-wrapped cigar. Can you have shade Cameroon? Cameroon is a, a thinner. It's lighter. It's lighter. But it tends to be almost purpley. There's a purple hue to it. This has no hue. Hue. This is just this, straight this up. This is a hue. This is a hue. It's just straight up Connecticut. Um, now, I want you to look at the cigar, and you'll notice that this is made counterclockwise okay. in a wrap. And the counterclockwise would be the opposite way of a clock. Yeah. Okay. 
and see the cap of it has a Maduro head. Yes. Yeah. Round circle at the top is Maduro. You can even find this cigar, the opposite of that, a reverse between the lines, which would be with the blonde cap on it. Is that one called and the behind, spiral behind the lines? It, that's called between the lines also. Just okay. a little more rare than the between the lines. And when I say rare, this thing is rare as can be anyway, once a year. But uh, there's so much to it that goes on. Uh, the two wrappers are cut in the same size, placed on top of the others so uh, they overlap. And it's wrapped around like a candy cane, right? That's the best thing it's to describe. It's a It's a little mini barbapole. barbapole. Uh, yeah. There's equal quantities of Maduro and, as some believe, Connecticut. Or is it Cameroon? I don't know the answer to that. I'm going with Connecticut. Yeah? Then it's the only... It's the only Figurado-shaped Fuente that uses Connecticut. If that's they the have case. Connecticut wrapper on some of their lighter cigars. Am I not? Yes, but their, but their regular line, like an 858, is a Cameroon wrapper. Okay. The Atura Fuente 858, the most famous one, is Cameroon. Yeah. Um, the, all the Hemingway series are Cameroon. Um, except for... If it's well, Maduro, this, and that's a rarity, If too. this is Connecticut, this would be their out in this fake court case where Hemingway sues them for royalties because this is a Connecticut wrapper. All right, I'm cutting mine finally. It's about time. I wanted to make sure the folks that were watching were looking at this. Now, I've probably smoked this cigar three times in my life. I always save these for the customers. Because they uh, are rare. So they are very rare. They only come out once a year, and this is it. Um, this is... Um, Little uh, tip at the end of it. It doesn't take much to light this at all. I'm using my DuPont lighter. I take it out for special occasions. Uh, DuPont lighters, really nice. They're the ones that have the little click when you when you open them. You hit a little the ping, a little ping. Oh, yeah, the yeah. line too. Uh, very expensive lighters. Um, I bought this probably 10, 12 years ago at $500. Today this is over $1,000. I was just going to ask if, if these lighters will appreciate value. They will. Yeah, they, I mean, each they average about 7% a year. They go up in value. Really? Yeah. Good investment. Good investment, and I'll tell you, it lights every time, and it's at least 10, 12 years old. Wow. Uh, how, how often do you go through fuel on that? People say that, ask those kind of questions all the time, but it depends how much I smoke. So I smoke five cigars a day. I go through it a lot more than if you smoke. Yeah, but compared to other lighters, would you say that the, the fuel lasts longer, longer compared to other lighters? Yeah, because it's not a jet. Yeah. It's a regular okay. flame lighter. Soft flame. Soft flame. Perfect for lighting one of these. So later on, uh, I want to go through, um, maybe we can come up with some other special limited release Fuentes for them. Because they've been kind of stuck in a groove that they've been coming out with the same things over and over. Groove's an interesting word. I would have used the word rut, but you used the word groove because you are more diplomatic than I am. Yeah. Uh, This year is the 100th anniversary for Fuente. They planned on coming out with lots and lots of special cigars this year. But Um, uh, things, things as tobacco products are known to do, they uh, spontaneously combust sometimes. Yeah, had a little fire. Uh, Not their first, but um, they had to hold it back a year. So we're going to be looking for a big year called Year One. Uh, next year from Fuente, but you know what Toro Fuente also from there, um, Opus X cigars, and they have another special limited cigar that comes out usually once or twice a year, and we're going to smoke that in the next hour, and we'll tell you all about that. But in the meantime, uh, we just passed Thanksgiving yesterday, Black Friday, today, Small Business Saturday, and then we have Cyber Monday, 
Yep. There's a day for everything that's coming out uh, in the next few weeks. Trap your money. What does that mean? That, that's the whole industry. The all retail is just trying to get all your money this weekend. Well, because now it's all profit. That's why it's Black Friday. Yep. We went in the black, and now it's Black Friday. I saw that uh, eBay, uh, who owns PayPal, saw a 173% over-year rise in worldwide mobile payment on Thanksgiving wow. Day and 164% jump on global shopping uh, on PayPal on mobile device purposes uh, yesterday. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's some serious, serious money right there. Uh, they're seeing 190% over, year-over increase in global mobile payment volume. Isn't that interesting? So more people are making purchases. More people are using their smartphones yeah. than they are their laptops yeah. or desktops. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, they always have it with them, right? Yeah. Now, speaking of limited, I've got a question from Mr. Garofalo here. All right. Facebook. I'm going to Facebook. I saw that you had something this week that's very limited right now. Begins at the T, ends in an E. Twinkie. I didn't have a Twinkie. You didn't have a Twinkie? No. On your Facebook page, I thought it said that you were having a Twinkie. No. Oh. No, I want Twinkies. I want Twinkies more than ever. I have wrong intel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. No, I want Twinkies. Um, Any update on Hostess, by the way? He could have eaten a Twinkie and not realized. I would have realized it. <laughs> In the old days, I wouldn't have realized that You'd just pop them down like uh, you've peanuts. You're saying you've slowed down. No, you can't get them. No, but <laughs> <laughs> you, could have, you could have just had a Twinkie on the table and eaten it and not realized that it was a Twinkie just gone. Yeah. In the old days, but now I would hold a deer. You know, it would be like... If, if this was a Toro Fuente short story, which is uh, a good cigar, I would just smoke it and not even realize I smoked it. But because this is between the lines and it's so rare, I'm paying very strict attention to it, like I would as an honor to a hostess Twinkie right now. All right. I would treat it as a... They're not even out of business anymore. They were forced into uh, negotiations. Yeah, it didn't happen. It's over. I thought someone else scooped it up. No. Nope. My intel was bad then. I'm looking, I'm, a thousand, I, I, know, I know. Well, I'm looking at his Facebook page. It actually says on Sunday morning without a Twinkie. I thought it said uh, Sunday okay. morning with a Twinkie. Right. My okay. bad. My bad. Sunday morning, no Twinkie. Was so, that like your ritual? Was that like? No, I would like it to be my ritual, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just. I eBay was just sales were all on you know how, Twinkies. You know, during uh, special times, you, you think of lost friends and yeah, things like that. Yeah. It was a time I was feeling lost. I lost a, a close friend. The Twinkie. So right up, right up in his office now, there's going to be a picture of the Twinkie <laughs> yes. next to you know his, his family members that have that have passed. He's going to have the Twinkie right up there because it's a family member. Did you take Mr. Jonathan's advice and cook your turkey? No, I didn't. I asked for it to be done, and uh, the wife wanted the presentation. Oh, it doesn't have any presentation. I never saw the bird on. Uh, yeah, it's always carved. It's carved anyway. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't true. I'll tell you this. Not only did I cook my turkey the night before, but last night I took all the leftovers and I made a pie that was unbelievable. Turkey pie. All the mashed potatoes, because the second day the mashed potatoes aren't as good because they dry out. So I was trying to find a way to moisten the mashed potatoes. See, I never have leftovers, especially of mashed potatoes. You, you've never cooked a num number of mashed potatoes that I cooked. I was training <laughs> for wrong. 16 people. <laughs> You're and wrong. And we ended up with nine. Yeah. So I, I smeared the mashed potatoes down and I poured... I made a, a stew out of the gravy and all the turkey that was left over, poured that on top, put the stuffing, I put the corn and the peas, and then on top of that I made Bisquick uh, dumplings. 
and put that in the oven for 45 minutes and took it out, and it was better. Everyone requested that had it because all the relatives were still over. They said you should do this next year instead of all the other really? stuff. Wow. It was that good. Now, do you go by what it says on, the, on a package of a serving size? So you say, I made dinner for 16 people, and we only had nine? No. Okay. I have a math equation. All right. Every person gets two slices of turkey on average. They all go back for seconds on mashed potatoes, sometimes thirds. Two slices? Yeah, that's what people take. No, oh, really? one, no one piles up on turkey. People pile up on the potatoes and the I fixing. pile up on everything. How many raviolis have they had before they got to the turkey is the question. No raviolis. Oh. No raviolis? What, am I Italian? This, it's not good for Thanksgiving at my house. We're all French. It's we're just turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't coming over your house. <laughs> i tell you right now. Good. Good. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> I don't know if I can afford it if no, that's how much can't. you eat. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, I eat too much. Um, anyway, let's let's go to break, and uh, when we come back, we'll uh, talk about this uh, between the lines and the Opus X watch. The watch. I did a little digging. There's an Opus X watch. Okay, on the new Fuentes, we might want to find uh, that don't even exist in a rear cigar that uh, Fuente may not even uh, make. Uh, it's Christmas time. And yeah, I'll say it, Christmas. Yes, you'll say it. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Representing Christoph, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... a dwarf. Uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com you're listening to david garofalo and mr jonathan on the cigar authority and they wanted me to tell you about the cigar station it's the world's first 24 7 radio station custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Mark Legace from General Cigar, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. It's, um, what is it again, Saturday? It's uh, Small Business Saturday. Small Business Get that $25 rebate from Amex. Well, right here at Two Guys, Interesting. Interesting. Well, (laughs) I got, we did, we reported on on this last week that tobacco shops were exempt from the $25 credit on your Amex. Right. But I got... Not one, but two letters from American Express saying that Two Guys Smoke Shop was eligible for the credit. I believe that uh, it might be that we're eligible for the credit, but you can't buy tobacco products. So you could come in here and maybe buy a humidor, maybe. That's Uh, not a tobacco product? It's not made with tobacco. You can't smoke it. You could, but it'd be a tight draw. (laughs) (laughs) So we're smoking the uh, Atura Fuente between the lines. Somebody in the chat box asking uh, for an affordable, fuller-bodied cigar. This is not a fuller-bodied cigar. I would say this is a straight, medium-bodied cigar and affordable. It runs in the $16 range for a cigar, uh, and and it isn't that uh, large either. It is uh, four and a half inches uh, by as much as the 54 ring gauge at its thickest point, at the bulbous point on the cigar. It's the way but she likes it. It's the way she likes it. But on the next hour, we will be smoking a more affordable, full-bodied cigar, but it's a rarity. So we'll, we have that coming up anyway, and we can talk about uh, that, the uh, the Opus X uh, things that are out there. And um, Fuente has uh, 
they have started the limited releases. They were the first people to come out with limited releases. Now it's copycatted everywhere, um, but they they don't continue to keep adding on to it. They stick to what they have. Well, it, it isn't limited release really about kind of getting rid of the tobacco you have left over and yeah. not being wasteful? Absolutely. And so hmm. if they are only doing their regular line stuff, they're going to have a certain amount of predictable waste, and that'll depend on Not necessarily much. waste that there's only so much of certain primings of a plant that is good enough for Rapa, say, so that small amount, they can't make a whole line with it. Uh, Fuente right now, I think they're making uh, in excess of 30 million cigars a year. That's it? Between, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about an industry that only makes 250 million. They're making 30 themselves. So they're probably 12% of the cigar-making industries. They don't just make a Toro Fuente cigars. They make Diamond Crown for our Diamond Crown Lounge. That's Fuente that makes that. They make a Toro Fuente. I mean, they make um, Ashton for the folks at Ashton. Uh, Julius you know, Caesar, Maximus. Yeah. They make it all. So they make lots of cigars. They make, um, you know, things, uh, even some machine maids like the... Um, Curly heads, curly head deluxe and smaller things like that. So, uh, you know, put those things into huge numbers, I'm sure, of the machine-made stuff. Uh, but they come up to in excess of $30 million. Uh, They're a player. They're, they're one of, uh, I would say, the top three or four uh, cigar manufacturers in the, in the world right now. Uh, and they make great stuff. And this, uh, as I said, I, I haven't had this but maybe three or four times ever. Phenomenal. Uh, between... Very uh, slow-burning, well-made. They only have a couple people that make this particular cigar. Uh, and then it gets more rare depending on the color of the cap, uh, left or right spiral, uh, clockwise or counterclockwise. And when you buy a box, you're not even sure what's on the inside of it to be able to tell whether it's the extra rare or regular rare. Right. Medium rare? Medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so uh, looking at the Hemingway lineup, and uh, some of these are not Hemingways, as I said, but you, you have what some people call the, short, um, the Hemingway short story. It's just a short story. That's a four-inch cigar, four by 49 at the, at the thickest part. The bestseller, which is four and a half inches by a 55. Yeah, but what's it called? The bestseller. No, I know it's the bestseller, but what's it called? It is. What's the name? It's called the bestseller. Who's on little first? Yeah, a little Avid Costello humor there. Sorry. Very little. Uh, we have Between <laughs> the Lines, and I don't believe the bestseller is a Hemingway either. Uh, Between the Lines, which is a, uh, one ring gauge off from the bestseller. Uh, Work of Art, which is a little bit bigger. It's a four and seven eighths by as much as 60 ring gauge on the, on the most bulbous part. If I was reading this list, yeah. you would be playing crickets, and Sean would be playing crickets right now. I'm just saying. I'm well, just reading I'm off throwing all that anyways. out there. No. Signature classic. How about the untold story? Do you know about the untold story? What's the untold story? That is the biggest of all. No, it is not. The masterpiece is the biggest of all, but it's the Maduro 7 and 5 eighths by 54. Very rare cigar, hard to get, of a Maduro. Again, I don't believe it's a Hemingway. It is the untold story. And you would think it would be the untold story, Hemingway, which is a writer, and right. we all have to do with things. But I, I, now, now I'm starting to lean towards they're, they're making you think that way. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've been saying. Now I'm understanding what you're saying, and I'm starting to believe it, actually. I'm starting to believe my finger hit the wrong button. What was? <laughs> that was him trying to put a... Uh, now, Sean, you play some, crickets. Some, some cute sound effect. I was trying. I was trying hard. Hang on. I can get it. I can get it. What we've got here is 
Failure to See, now that would have been well played had I hit the right button. All right, but again, you failed. I failed, and that's it. So uh, let's come up with some sort of um, next lineup for Fuente. Let's help them come up with the new All right. uh, Hemingways or the new whatever well, you want to call it. I'm going to say they come out with a military edition, and it's called Behind the Lines. Mi- military? It's the military issue. Why it military? It only gets There's sent no overseas, connection. and and they, it only goes to the to the military. They give it to them for free, and it's called behind the lines. And what would it be shaped like, or what would how would it be wrapped? You it, know, would, it would be it would be slightly shaded on one side, and then get darker as it comes across the thing. So or, like or the, the Medora was underneath oh, the line. Oh yeah, yeah, behind yeah. the line. There could be like little flaps to kick out, like a rocket. Here we go. See. This is what happens. Chuck's not liking it? No. No. <laughs> oh, you've crossed the line? Oh, you've crossed the line. See, I think you got crisscrosses. You've crossed the line? Yeah, there's like X's going all the way down. But don't you have to play up like the novel angle, you know? Hemingway being a writer. All right. You know? What are you, what are you thinking? War and Peace? And it's just a huge, like, 92 ring gauge cigar? It's just an epic? I'm thinking like Magnum Opus. Magnum Opus. Being like one's grand work, Magnum would be large, a large opus, because um, they have the Opus X. So it'd be a big M instead of the X. It'd be like the bestseller, but on steroids. Could, could the Magnum Opus. This would be like the pinnacle of all their. All right, I've got one. I've got one. The noose. Didn't he hang himself with the hemorrhoid? Oh, he hanging? might have. The dotted You're already line. Already get on that. The dotted line. That could be a, the dotted, a full oh, okay. the dotted line. And you sign on the line, which is dotted. There we go. The line item veto. <laughs> it's missing a line. It's, missing, yep. it's going around. And all no, of a sudden, it's missing. There's, there's, a, there's a, a thing of the Italian Last Supper. Yeah. Okay, and they all have name tags. And the guy in the middle isn't Jesus. It's Vito. I don't get it. He's Italian. His name's Vito. Come on. Nah, I hate it. Line item veto? Nothing? No, terrible. Rudy's laughing right now. No, he's not. He's saying, where are the crickets? <laughs> could, you, could, you do the, could you do, like, between the line, double-spaced or something like that? Make it even rare? Make it not go as, as tight as this? And it goes maybe, like, just two swirls and it's done? Double-spaced between the line? Rarity? I guess. I know they're listening, and they're writing these things down because they say, wow, those are good ideas. Over the line we have? Over the line. Rudy's on it. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery line. Ooh, no lines at all on it, and it would be a mystery. It's not even there. Just be a regular cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Take the normal short story and put it in a different box. Short story. That's a good one right there. It, the short story. They already well, have that. That's oh. the regular one. <laughs> what we have here is a failure to communicate. The invisible line, the um, stripes. Instead of going wrapped around it, it goes straight down in the stripes. It goes after the uh, 80s movie by Bill Murray. Yeah, great flight. There you go. Stripes. Another military one. Yeah, that was military. I feel like saluting. Is there so, there's something here that they need to add to or make a special, maybe for the Cigar Authority, the behind enemy lines or something. Is there something here? I think or, there's I something know. here. Do we have anything? I'm not sure. It was, it was way funnier when we were coming up with it. Hemi, Hemingway shot himself, by the way. He, he shot, shot himself. himself? Yeah. 
Okay. So, right. so the firing says, line. So, well, firing yeah, line. Rudy says so you could call one name the Hemingway 12-gauge. All right. I'm going with firing line, Rudy. Okay. Or, you know, and then the cigar could be blown out at the end. Like it, like it absorbed a bullet. It would just be mushroomed out. So, looking at um, Fuente, when they made it kind of big, um, it was September 1980. Uh, Toro Fuente opened its 12,000 square foot factory in Santiago, Dominican Republic. 1980? 1980. So, it hasn't been all that long. Um, the first success ever to come with Fuente during their uh, Dominican period was in the middle 80s with the launch of the medium-bodied Hemingway line, an attempt to break new ground in the market through the use of special-shaped cigars. And that's when they did it. Uh, I remember I was in the business with it. It was late 80s, um, and uh, it was a big deal. Uh, and it immediately took off because of the um, Cameroon wrap on it and beautiful shapes that they had, and it, it was a big hit for them. And um, again, back then you you needed to separate yourself from everybody else. So their two separations were absolute quality. Yeah. They weren't rushing anything, and then the shapes stood out because no one else was doing it. For a little cigar, are you done with yours yet? No, no, no. Still got plenty. Slow burning. Yeah. It sure is. For a l we're talking. What do we say? Four inches, four in uh, between the lines. Four and a half inches long. We got 38 minutes into this. Well, I have 38 minutes into mine. You've got like 15 minutes. Okay, so that's going to take you most of the hour. Yeah. Mm. An hour-long four-inch cigar. Awesome. And how it, do they do that? It's densely packed, yet it draws. I don't know how they do it. Because if this was a seven-inch cigar, you would think it would last two and a half hours, and it won't. Good point. Well, if they rolled it the same way, wouldn't it? If you doubled it in length? No. So I've had the um, Toro Fuente Classic, which is at least seven inches long, I would say. And uh, different rollers, it's a different line. Well, is it a different line? I've been to the factory. They do roll the short stories where they're rolling the regular Hemingways. You got me really thinking about that. How do they Trent achieve that, that barber pole roll? They put two wrappers side by side, and then they roll the cigar oh. at the same time. Cool. Now, does it, because you're, you're going in and out... As I'm taking a puff, half of it's Maduro, half of it's natural. It's like if you got the ice cream cone with the chocolate and the That's vanilla, it. right? That's You're it. getting both at the same time. You're not getting a little chocolate, and then later on the vanilla kicks in, then right. the chocolate kicks in. You're getting both at the same time all the time. I find from most Barber Pole cigars, and this one being the same, that the combination of Maduro and Connecticut or Cameroon, whatever it is, produces a little bit of mintiness. And then right at the light, it had a little cinnamon. So it was like cinnamon. Mint. There was I just got a no hint mint. of mint. Now, you know what? You're thinking of a candy cane. That's why, probably in your mind. Yeah. There's no mint. No. You know what I'm getting? I no cinnamon, a candy sort of. Cane since like the a third grade. Have you guys ever had like a latte? Yeah. It's kind of like a latte. It's like the creamy coffee. A latte. Coffee and cream. Kind of getting a. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I'm going with cinnamon. Cinnamon. I don't get mint. Okay, you guys have been wrong before. Let's not no, forget. No, no, never. <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened. Dave had a Twinkie on Sunday. He just forget. He just forgot about right. it. Right. Yeah, you guys have been wrong the whole show. <sighs> you got nothing, Dave? Any flavors? You don't. You don't got mint. What do you got? 
I got coffee. I got a espresso. Okay. Heavy a coffee. Like chewing on espresso beans. All right. I could see that if you hadn't roasted them yet and they're green. Yeah. No way. A little bit of green espresso. You ever chew coffee beans? Oh, yeah. That's it. It's chewing coffee beans, hmm. which I like to do. Definitely coffee. Yeah. No. Not definitely coffee? Not definitely coffee. No, definitely Going coffee. with cinnamon goodness. Mint. No, there's no mint. No, that's because you've got the candy cane thing you're thinking about, and that's uh, what's happening there. Now, I was looking at Opus X, which is uh, their next uh, big thing that they ended up doing, which will lead us into the following cigar we're going to have later. But Opus X came out, and that was the first cigar that used um, wrapper grown in the Dominican Republic. They say it couldn't be done. Uh, they did it. And it was uh, the big success they had. And they have lots of different sizes of Opus X. But they have some that are rare, like, first off, Opus X is rare to begin with. Uh, but this ends up taking it to a different level of Opus X cigars that I have never even heard of. Uh, and I've been in the business my basically my whole life, 27 years, uh, my adult life in the business. And one of them is called the Pussycat, four and a quarter inches. Uh, meaning it's about the size of the cigar that we're smoking now called a Pussycat. And you've never smoked it? Never even heard of it until I did some investigation for the Hemingway stuff. And as I was doing that, I saw the Pussycat. What is that? Interesting. So uh, as much as I'm saying they're not coming out with new things, they're, they're, they're coming out with new things apparently that we, the retailer, have no idea. Um, now, the retailer has no idea of it, and this is the interesting thing also about the Fuente folks, and you'll get this as the buyer now, you're a buyer for, this, for, for two guys, we are the last to know, the retailer is the last to know when it comes out, comes with Fuente rarities. The consumer knows beforehand, because they were actually the first people uh, to go online and put a, a group of people online, they call it the uh, cigar family. Right. And you go online and you become a member of the Cigar Family group, and they have chat rooms and, um, not chat rooms, but you, you keep writing on it. What do they call it? Like a blog. Blog. Is, is it a blog that other people can write on to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can yeah? comment. Okay. So uh, on that, they have it, and they talk amongst each other, and information gets poured in through there, which is something you may want to, um, and I recommend you read it, and I recommend you shut up. And you don't comment on it because they, they'll, they'll rip you apart, this group. They're tough. You don't advertise on there. You don't promote yourself at all. You go on there and you learn from them, which is the opposite of what usually happens. We teach the consumer that comes in everything we know. When it comes to these rarities, usually we can learn from them. They know before us. You know that the rollers for Fuente, Carlito gave them... Uh, history lessons in Cuba, played them Cuban music, and read them Cuban literature, really immersed them into the Cuban culture to help make the cigars as good as, as the ones that he remembered smoking as a child in Cuba. Hmm. What's he doing smoking cigars as a child, first off? That's not up to me no, to judge. <laughs> That's where the states have it wrong, in my opinion, about alcohol, about tobacco. 
Get them started young. Make, yeah. Let them make their own decisions. You got otherwise, raise... you get this forbidden fruit going on. Correct. They're going to abuse it. Correct. You, you know? raise the kids up. It's not like my grandfather started smoking cigars when he was 10. There was sure. no laws then that you couldn't do it or whatever. Maybe sometimes he would say that sometimes the uh, tobacconist wouldn't sell to him. There were certain ones that wouldn't because the tobacconist believed he shouldn't be smoking. But his father actually told him. As long as he wasn't smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. he could smoke cigars at the age of 10. Wow, they're having a feast over here. This is awesome. Oh, <laughs> can we shut the radio Come show off down. and Come dive Come on down in. to two guys in Nashua. They said they're sharing. Yeah. <laughs> I like it food better than cigars. Yeah, no, you do. Together. Yeah. together. <laughs> you know what bothers me about pizza guys, by the way? They're eating pizza right now. Every time I go into a pizza shop... They're eating good pizza, too. It's not even... The guy that makes the pizza always looks like he's in a bad mood. He should be happy, no? He's making pizza all day long. He should be ecstatic. Playing Italian music and... Uh, Stretching the dough. He could throw it if he wants. Yeah. Where else can you throw food around and, and it, people are applauding for yeah, God's Absolutely. Sakes. Good point. I like it. What? I like the cigar. Oh, it's phenomenal. I think it's a lot of money for uh, a foreign cigar. But if it lasts you an hour, it's not really right. It's not a quick hitter by any stretch. Now you say these are limited. What kind of quantities are you talking about when it's released? Like for for a retailer like yourself, we got a few boxes. A few and, boxes, and we hit a home run this time. Less than twenty. Usually, no three. We usually we usually get like one, two. This time we hit three. For all three of your stores. Oh yeah, each store got a box. It was good. Wow. That was good. We actually all did the dance of joy in the back. There was hugging. Some awkward moments with touching and stuff by accident, but we don't want to talk for about most, that. Most of you guys were by Fuente, accident. Fuente. Do you know what that stands for? That is the real name of Opus X. It's but Fuente, Fuente, Opus X is the real why name. Why is it Fuente, Fuente? What is it, what's the meaning behind I it? I would guess, and I don't know this answer, would be the two Fuentes, which is Carlos Fuente and Carlos Fuente Jr. being the two Fuentes. Carlos and Carlito. Carlito is... they refer to each other. Right, but it's Carlos Jr., which is Carlito. You were mentioning uh, Jose and Joselito. Yes. That's how they talk. Lito, okay. meaning the smaller of the two, which he's probably a bigger man now. But Opus is the Latin translation of the Spanish word obra, which stands for the lady work the of art. <laughs> obra, oh, not no. obra. What did you say? Obra. 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 And the X comes from the cigar's original title. Project X. They well, obviously watched the Matthew Broderick movie in the big 80s. lawsuit. Big lawsuit that happened in the early 90s on that one when Opus X was being released, oh. um, and it was with uh, the Mandavi um, wine people who have Opus One wine. And this was a lawsuit that went on many, many years. And at the end of it, Opus Op, uh, Fuente Fuente Opus X won, and. Uh, they were able to keep Fuente Fuente Opus X cigars, but Mondavi, which was Opus One wine, uh, wanted to put a stop to it because it was a ripoff of their wine, they said. Coincidentally, when Mondavi lost the, uh, the uh, case, uh, they went to Fuente and said, okay, the case is over. How about you make us a cigar, a Mondavi cigar? And Fuente said, no, we just spent like $10 million <laughs> fighting you guys, and uh, we're out. And Mondavi did come out with a uh, cigar. Um, I can't remember what the name of the cigar was. It was a loser. Uh, one and done. You know, they came out one production of it, and it was a loser, and that was it. Somebody out there must know what that Mondavi cigar was. I don't know. Put it out there. If we, I can't remember. 
I should have that kind of information with me anyway, but uh, that was it. And uh, Opus X continues. Fuente, Fuente, Opus X. Um, we are at the holiday season. You know the biggest thing selling for us right now <clears throat> is Contenders the, Pack. the Contenders Pack. Blowing everything away right now. It's early on, and I'm, I'm sure it'll switch around. But uh, People uh, are buying Contenders Packs by the handfuls, and they're giving them out to friends as gifts early. These are the Contenders for the Cigar of the Year 2012, and it's a pack of uh, seven, eight, seven, eight, eight different cigars. Um, Seven on the bottom and one on top. One on top. And uh, I'm getting lots of results in, which I will not share with even you. I'm CC'd on all of the emails. so I get, Are you? you yeah, get I get them. Oh, so you get it. <laughs> well, you can see there's a clear winner right now. So far, yes, there is a clear. Someone is pulling ahead. Way ahead, and I'm, and I'm shocked because usually at the end of this thing I go, it was so close, and it usually is. It's very, very close all the time because everybody has their favorites. This time it's not that close. Not close at all. And uh, I'm kind of shocked. I'm kind of shocked with it, but uh, we'll give you the answers on that. The day before Super Bowl Sunday, we'll have the Cigar of the Year being announced. But right now, the Contenders Packs are out there. They're available. and uh, it's They make great Christmas presents, by the way, and, and, and it won't be too late. To get them a Christmas present, because we've got a little Huma pack in the back of them, so they'll stay fresh. Right. And you can wrap them up, put them under the tree, and you're good to go. It's it's a good thing to to get two of for you to have you and your buddy or something to go through it together and figure out what it is. It's the best of the Hold best hands, packs of what staring it is. each other's eyes. No, none of that. But I I find sharing a cigar, having a cigar with somebody else is way better than smoking alone. You drink alone? I try not to. No. Because you don't want to, or it's not as enjoyable. It's not as enjoyable. Yeah, I think the only thing I, I enjoy. Know, I can't doing tell if it's a trick question. No, I'm asking you a personal question. I uh, choose to uh, not drink alone, and uh, I do smoke alone. Sometimes, if I'm by myself at home and I'm having a nice meal that I made, I might bust out a glass of wine. But I don't really count that as drinking. You're home by yourself, eating alone, and then you bust the wine. Well, yeah, I'm like alone. celebrating by myself. I don't get to be home by myself often. There's always people there that I didn't invite and that I don't want. And so when I'm by you myself... You should talk like that about your family, especially near Thanksgiving time. But that would just be me <laughs> saying that. Uh, we're smoking rare Fuentes. This is the um, Arturo Fuente between the lines. Not the Hemingway between the lines, between the lines. And when we come back, we're going to smoke... Another rarity, but a full-bodied rarity. Uh, it's not going to be the Opus X. It's not going to be the Hemingway line, but it's going to be a rare cigar we're going to smoke, and it's full-bodied. Can you guess what it is? We'll yes, see I what can. it is. You can, because you know what it is. <laughs> we're putting out some power, a strong cigar, uh, and more rare Fuente cigars when we return. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
This is Max Bickler from Rocky Patel, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Two Guys Rock. With a billion choices, it's Stogie Heaven. Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet yeah, costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is a 
about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moses is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. Tom King at 2, Matt Peralt at 4, and Friday Night Lights High School Coverage. You're listening to New Hampshire's home for local sports talk. WGAM Manchester, WGHM Nashua. I am Nestor Miranda. I own Miami Cigar Company since 1989. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailer Radio Network. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome! With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? And we are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, broadcasting in a cigar store every single week because we are smoking. And we are finishing up the Between the Lines from Maduro Fuente now and about to move on to our strongest cigar right ahead of us. But first... But first, you are listening 
to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist that you smoke along with us. The show's better if you uh, smoke while we're smoking. And it's if you like can, if smoking with a friend. And if you can possibly smoke the same cigar, in this case you probably can't, but if you could, uh, it would be good. You can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live. You can catch the podcast on demand. You can catch the webcast on demand. But your best bet, if you miss the show, is to find us on iTunes, where you can set your iTunes account to just upload to your smart device, set it and forget it, you're done, and want to give a quick shout-out to the Cigar Station, replaying our show graciously from 11 to 1, and then also from 11 to 1. So almost no matter where you are in the country or in the world, AM, PM, you, you can catch it at a reasonable time. And, uh, you know, yeah, we've got, we got folks in England listening, and uh, somebody was just saying, how about around here? If you're living in the New England area, you're catching us on one radio of the seven, stations, yeah, one of the seven radio stations. Hit scan on your AM dial, and you're bound to find us. That's it. And I'm, I'll tell you, there's, um, there's folks out there listening. If we thought, you know, we joke around and say nobody's listening, but the podcast, thousands of people are catching the podcast. It seems very popular. Number we'll one. listen to it later, right? We're, we're number one. We're number one. What's wrong with that? So uh, putting down the uh, between the lines, a uh, nice cigar, expensive cigar, but a nice cigar, all the, uh, all that, and we're going to pass out the next cigar. Couldn't be a contender for the cigar of the year. No, it could not. Because of its availability and the fact that it has come out before. The next line we're going to smoke, if you haven't guessed already, is the Toro Fuente Anejo. Anejo is Spanish for age refined. That's what it means. Uh, Scott came out uh, in existence after Hurricane George ripped through the Caribbean in September of 1998 and caused the widespread destruction of many crops in the Dominican Republic, including the uh, Chateau de la Fuente, which is where they grow the wrapper for Toro Fuente, 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 Opus X. And uh, that was going to hurt the production from them. And uh, years later... And what they immediately do when they have a problem is slow the production down so that every year, they don't want to have no three years from now, no no cigars, so they slow the amounts that they put out. So that's how they control it, and that was how um, this cigar was created. Um, they decided to uh, use some of the tobacco uh, for um, what would, would have been used for the Fuente Fuente Opus X and use it uh, in there as binder, not wrapper. Mm. So this cigar has the Opus X binder, what would you would be used on the wrapper it has as a wrapper binder. used as a binder. Correct. And um, as far as the outside wrapper on here, we see that it's very dark. It is Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, and the blend inside as filler, they're using Opus X, Don Carlos, and Hemingway as filler. So they created they created a brand using. Um, you know, what you were saying earlier that we're not going to throw it away. We're it's gonna... like the, the latest uh, Manly video. It's a mashup. It's a cigar mashup. They take a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. They combine them, and you get something better. Well, or you could get something worse. or You could, <laughs> uh, you could get something worse in this case. You have something different, that's for sure. And it only comes out two times a year on this cigar, typically at Father's Day and at Christmas. And small amounts come, come with this. And they have lots of different sizes of these. And some are more popular than the other. Uh, the one we're smoking here is called the number 55. Okay, so this is the 
uh, a Toro Fuente Anejo number 55. It is a Fuente band, but at the bottom of the, the, of the band, you can notice a white stripe that's on there. I'm going through my notes here to try to get sizes. And uh, what would the white stripe indicate? Uh, it, it indicates that it's the Anejo one because it doesn't okay. say an, uh, it does say Anejo on it, but it's the only one that has the white stripe out on there. All right. So uh, the 55 is a 6-inch by 55 ring gauge torpedo end at the head, which we're going to cut off. The most popular one on this this year seemed to be the Shark. Absolutely. The 77. Uh, the we number got 77 from as far away as Florida. People trying to get a hold of the shark. The shark. It's a five, and the shark is is a um, five and seven eighths by fifty to sixty four ring gauge. Um, the the thing that happens with the shark is it's a box press cigar at the foot of the cigar, and then as the tape is down, it goes into a round cigar. So it's only box pressed for three quarters of the cigar, and then goes into a round cigar after. Hmm. Um, very unique shape, and. Uh, you wouldn't imagine the shape would have anything to do with the taste. Uh, we're not smoking the shock now because everybody wants it, and I wouldn't do that um, to our customers. We'll save the shocks for someone else. But it's the same thing, I think, except for the shape, I think. Tell me if I'm different, anybody knows out there, but why would it be any different? I don't know. I've smoked Padrones that are round and smoked Padrones that are square, and the square one seems to be better. Really? They it does something. Yeah. It changes it changes the draw slightly. Really? And so when you change the, the draw, you're essentially changing the amount of oxygen you're pulling through the cigar. You're going to change the combustion. You absolutely change the flavor when you change the shape. Interesting. Now, this cigar um, I find to be very full-bodied. Um, this is something people grab and they put aside. They hold them as much as they've been aged for many, many years to begin with. Um, they, um, the, the wrapper on it is a five-year-old to begin with, broadleaf cigar in it and it's leftovers from the, the Hemingway stuff rookie question I mean you. from the Opa stuff yeah what is the difference between a broad leaf and a regular leaf is it that it's actually wider wider and so you could be able to tell the difference between a broad leaf and a not broad leaf is it the seed or is it well the, they, they grow you, the plant so big no, that the leaf is bigger different plant altogether broad leaf tobacco is grown from broad leaf seeds in Connecticut and it grows broad leaf you know, one would be an apple, one's an orange, a different product altogether. The shade wrapper stuff is a different seed that grows regular tobacco plants that are thinner leaves, broad leaves or wider leaves, and typically always used in Maduro. And because the, it's a thicker leaf also, and you can go through that, that process. Because uh, yeah. the, the, pro, the process actually thins the leaf out itself as you, as you go through yeah, that Maduro aging. Could, and you couldn't do that to a shade. It would just disappear. The cigar would uh, end up with holes in it. Yeah. So uh, here it is. And uh, typically a uh, very strong cigar for me. We'll see what happens. Rookie question number two. What is the, uh, the foot here called, the tip, that style? Yeah, that the is a torpedo. Yeah, okay. Torpedo. How, how far up should you cut on that? Well, you can cut more because you wouldn't use somebody else's cutter to cut your cigar. You'd use your own as opposed to slobber and put your mouth on it. And, and you know, we talk about that all the time. Of course. Um, and it's whatever's comfortable in your mouth. I'm, I went through about halfway through it. And you look at, you know, we, we talk about the head of a cigar. And when you cut a cigar, um, you cut above the cap. Because if you cut below the cap, the cigar will unravel. Because that cap is what holds the cigar together. When it comes to torpedo, you don't see the little little head on it, so you have to figure out uh, how far you can go down. I would say the shoulder of the cigar, where it ends up going 
to the straight part. Yeah. If you went any further than that shoulder, your cigar was going to unravel on you. So you've got to be above that shoulder anyway. Now it's going to be whatever's comfortable in your mouth because the beautiful thing about um, a torpedo cigar that, that points down is any cigar, the thicker the cigar, the cooler the cigar burns. The thing is, somebody may not like a, a big ring gauge cigar. So if you cut the cigar into a, into a small amount, you're able to smoke a thinner ring gauge cigar that will burn cool. That's the best part of a torpedo cigar. Somebody that wants a cool-burning, thin ring-gauge cigar. Now, if you get into cutting it too small, aren't you funneling all the smoke down and so you end up heating it up? Very little because it's just at the very end of it. So it's a little bit, but not as much as you would if the whole cigar, the whole six inches of the cigar was a thin cigar would all funnel into a, into a six-inch tube. How do you feel about V-cutting torpedoes? Not very good. You don't feel good no, about it? No, I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about V-cut anyway. It just doesn't open the cigar up enough, and a torpedo really doesn't. Uh, I've tried it. I've attempted it, and it, it makes it even smaller, um, into a smaller, smaller. Um, and she definitely doesn't like that. No. That's what I hear anyways. So the Anejo, um, this is a, um, do we get a price on this? Yeah, eleven ninety nine. $12 cigar uh, for a 6-inch cigar, so... Uh, uh, better price than the um, between the lines, but a whole different cigar, um, completely different cigar. Um, I have um, um, heavy um, charcoaly, heavy charcoal type of taste. You're rushing my taste buds right now. Don't rush. Take your time. Okay. We got we got plenty of time. Um, as I said, this cigar comes out only only twice a year, Christmas and Father's Day, and there's lots of different sizes uh, it comes in. Uh, the thinnest ring gauge is the uh, number 46, which is a 46 ring gauge, number 48. 48, 48 ring, ring gauge. gauge. There you go. 49 is the 49 ring gauge. The number 50 is a 50 ring gauge. And then the number 55 is a 55 ring gauge. So it all makes sense all the way till you get to the shock, and the shock is a 77. I don't know why. Okay, a, now, a if 70, you take a 7 and you lay it down, doesn't it resemble a shark fin? So it's like two shark fins coming at you. One part of the cigar is round. The other cigar part of it is box pressed. There's the two 7s, two sharks. What do you think? I'd ask Carlito himself, but it, does he speak enough English to be able to have that conversation? Carlito, complete English. Okay. He's, he's from the United States. Fair enough. Five and seven-eighths. There's a seven, five and seven eighths by 50 to 64 ring gauge. There's no seven there, and mathematically it doesn't math any seven either. And the only seven is the seven eighths. So I don't know where 77 comes in. Maybe it's the shock fins. I'm going with shock fins. All right. So uh, cigar geeks, real uh, cigar geeks out there are uh, uh, fascinated, and it's the big rush right now to get uh, to their uh, brick-and-mortar stores to get the Anejos. That's the big thing uh, for the guys that are really into it. Um, so uh, if you're out there uh, listening, we all receive them. All the brick-and-mortar stores get them. This is not an online type of product. This is not out there in uh, all the catalogs or anything. This is for brick-and-mortar stores and brick-and-mortar stores only. So uh, now's the time. Today is um, the Saturday, you're supposed to go to the brick-and-mortar stores. Go there, and if you're, uh, 
the geek and you want to try one of these things, or if you've, you're just hearing about it and you say, you know, I like a fuller-bodied cigar, what is the most full-bodied Toro Fuente cigar that's out there? It is the Anejos, and this is it. So you think this is stronger than Opus? It has Opus in it. Um, you know, you go to some of the little Opus sizes. They're a little too too strong for me. I'm so far so good on this yeah, for me. Th- it's a thicker ring gauge. Yeah, so far so good. So uh, Opus X and uh, Arturo Fuente are celebrating. I'm sorry, Arturo Fuente is celebrating its hundredth year anniversary. Yeah, but not completely with cigars like you'd expect. They did have that fire, and so they had to reach out and find other ways of celebrating. So earlier this month, Arturo Fuente teams up with Hablo, or Hablot, uh, a watchmaker, to celebrate an unusual partnership as a commemoration for the premium cigar did makers. Did even get a close? Not even close, Freddie? this year. Not even close. How, how, how would you say it, Freddie? Hablo? Yeah. I said it two ways. Hablo or Hablot? <laughs> he started laughing when you said it both ways. So Fair enough. I don't think you got it. So <laughs> the but watch, I'm not chiming in because I got nothing. The watch is called the King Power Toro Fuente, and it features the Fuente Fuente Opus X logo right at 6 o'clock on its very handsome tobacco brown dial with uh, black and red accents. How much? $44,700. What? That's the expensive model. Yeah. Uh, you'd <laughs> like to go with without all the bells and whistles. They only made 100. Without the dial? What? Yeah, they only made 100 of the uh, $44,700 uh, one. Now, that one is so expensive, I guess, because they have an alloy of red gold, which I did not know existed, and there's 5% platinum that adds to that distinctive red hue of the red gold. Again, 44,000. I will There's ask somebody what time it is before only, I spend 44,000. Only on a 100 watch. of those get them all supplies last. Uh, and then they will also produce Only how many? Only 100. That's the is real Is there going to be 100 people that are going to pay 44,000 for an Atura Listen, Fuente watch? Somebody sure. spent $340 on freaking Twinkies on eBay this week. So Not yeah. 100 people. Not 100 people did, and a lot more people eat Twinkies and smoke Toro Fuente cigars. All right. Well, wow. there are 200, if you want to spend a little less, a there little. are 200 of uh, micro-blasted black ceramic versions of the same watch, uh, and they ring in at a hefty $24,000. Oh, God. Uh, the watch's case uh, in black depicts an image of the Fuente Patriarch, Carlos Fuente Sr., and his son, Carlos Fuente Jr., along with the dates... 1912 and 2012, marking the cigar company's centennial anniversary. And did they send one of them for us to uh, talk about they, this? They did not. <laughs> uh, the, the watch's box, the presentation box, is a Madagascar ebony and carbon humidor decorated with the Fuente Fuente Opus X ring, uh, and it's paired with the Hublot's, Hublot's logo. Uh, the, bo- the box comes stocked with special edition cigars produced Four, Hublo, uh, each finished with an ornamental ring. So you're getting more than just the cigars for your 44 grand. I mean, just a watch? Yeah, I'm sorry, getting more than just a watch. You're also getting cigars and a humidor, making it uh, only slightly less ridiculous to pay that amount for a watch. Did you see a picture of it? No. No? 
cost you fifty bucks to see yeah, a picture. <laughs> fifty bucks if you want to see a picture of it. Um, wow, oh, this is interesting, uh, and this this may speak to why it's so expensive. Uh, Hubload is going to donate one hundred fifty thousand dollars of the proceeds from their sales. All three, three watches. All three watches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation, which was founded by Fuente and J.C. Newman families to provide education and healthy health care needs to needy children in the Dominican Republic, which is a great cause. Absolutely. So go ahead out and spend your 44000 on the watch, and then you'll be sending $0.10 cents on the dollar to down get to get the car, get the watch. Here's what. Yeah, that's more than a car. Yeah, some people. See this watch? This watch costs more than your car. Not more than my car. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Larry Hagman has passed away. From MASH. Not from MASH. Yeah, is he from MASH? Yeah. No, Larry Hagman is Major Nelson, so I guess he was military to a certain degree, but he was the... Uh, Didn't he guest star in MASH? Did not guest star on MASH. He was an I Dream of Genie. For you uh, young guys that have no idea what I'm talking about, he was also J.R. Ewing on Dallas. Uh, 81 years old. These young kids, they have no idea. Oh, I remember Dallas being on it. Major Nelson. The Major. So he was like... Yeah, was, Major Nelson on MASH. He was an astronaut. He was an astronaut. I'm on pretty I sure. I'm pretty sure he was also on MASH. Wow, he gotta, had a guest, a guest appearance. I got to get some older sidekicks. I need older sidekicks. <laughs> 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 Nothing, huh? Nothing. There's a lot of uh, Major Nelson jokes, I Dream of Jeannie, none of which we can... I can uh, she was, tell you on the... She was hot. So you know who she was, right? Oh, I used to watch the show all the there time was a as a kid. belly button thing that she yeah. got in trouble in the 60s. Really? The belly button was showing, and then you look at earlier ones, you can see the belly button later on. Or, or no way. A little higher. A little higher. Catch so a little camel not to show the... Show the awkward. 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 So anyway, Larry Hagman. Uh, she was probably my first older woman crush as far as TV goes. Betty White came after... But she was what early, was what early was her on. name? What was her name? I dream of Jean. Was it Barbara? No, Barbara, Barbara Eden. Yeah, Barbara Eden. Yes, Barbara I was going to say Barbara Billingsley, another crush, but that was um, Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> Leave that alone. She was hot. Leave it alone. I know where you're going, you filthy animal. Um, so that's that. And you know, uh, tomorrow you weren't a fan of the Beav. I was Leave It okay. to Beaver. Um, somewhere here. I found something, uh, you know, I look uh, today, November 24th, um, year is uh, wrapping down 30 days left I never understood Christmas. why they called him Wally. That was his name. Why would you name your kid Wallace? It's a stupid name. It's 60s. almost like Walrus. Wally, Wall, there was Wallys. I know, I have, I know Wallys. Greatest name ever, Wallace D. Waddles, author. Sounds like a pen name. Could have been. Wally Waddles. Wally Waddles. Wallace D. Waddles. Why would you, kid. Why would you name your kid that? You as a parent a should get name. beat up by yeah. the bully for they, naming your kid they that. They named you Mr. That's pretty <laughs> weird, if you well, don't say so. That's uh, fair. Celebrating their birthday today. Are we really going to do this? i got to say it, because Lee Harvey Oswald, who murdered uh, Jack Ruby. Allegedly. Uh, no, hang on. Is, was murdered no, no, by no. Jack Ruby. Yeah, he was murdered by Jack but, Ruby. But he... Killed John F. Kennedy, Lee Harvey Oswald. Allegedly. Today's his birthday. Tomorrow is JFK Jr.'s birthday, the son. How do you like that? I don't know if I should say I like it or don't like it. It's 
It's just kind of weird, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, okay, it's an odd coincidence, I guess. Lucky Luciano's birthday today. Do you know who he was? Uh, I'm guessing a gangster. Gangster. And what parent would name their kid Lucky anyways? That's right, because his real name was Salvador. Why Salvador. not Sal? Yeah, they called him Lucky. He was lucky because he got shot up so many times and, and didn't die. Ah, fair enough. See, I thought you were going to tie back into the Leave it to Beaver thing. No. Nope. Today is also Pete Best's birthday. Pete Best. Who is he? Mr. Right. Music Man. Yeah, I got nothing. You don't know. No. Pete Best. No. Nothing. Nothing. You ever hear of the Beatles? No. Oh, is he the fifth Beatle? He was the drummer for the Beatles, and he quit. Before Ringo? So he's a loser. Like you, when you quit the Cigar Authority. Well, I came back. Well, they didn't let him back. They, did, they didn't <laughs> let him back. You didn't let me back either. And he tried committing suicide. And he failed at that, too. What? Clearly a class act. But he's still out there, 71 years old. And he says, yeah, I was in the Beatles. I walked out. I didn't think it was going to catch on. Loser! I'd probably consider suicide, too. Yeah. I don't know if I'd consider suicide. It would be like not wanting to be part of NSYNC. I'm okay with it. During the Beatlemania craze, he tried to kill himself and wow. failed at that, too. Wow. So he's out there somewhere. Pete Best, British musician, original drummer for the Beatles. Weird group of people that celebrate their birthday. Ted Bundy. Bundy. Ted Bundy. Remember him? Uh, married married with children. children. <laughs> 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 it's your salesman. Not at all. Not at all. American serial killer. Um, uh, died at the age of 43 because uh, wow. he, he was killed by uh, government after uh, he committed uh, at least 30 uh, homicides in the uh, 70s. Wow. Ted Bundy. Did he have like a cool name? The something killer? Uh, Ted Bundy, serial killer. Not the, Did he have a cool name? Nickname? Nothing. No. He was. Um, Linda Tripp. Do you remember who she was? Mm -hmm. uh, Don't look. Hang on. Politics. Is she, uh... But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Liar. With that? It has everything to do with that. Okay. Imagine that, and everybody stands and applauds him and stuff. He sexual lied. Relations. I want you to listen to me, and I want you to listen to me good. Well, you it depends liar. on what your definition of is is. Yeah, right. really. Relations. I mean, that's kind of vague, right? It I is mean, vague. You know, what, at what point do you define relations? Ask Sexual your wife if that's okay. And that should answer it all right there. Is that okay? She'll say no, and that'll give you the answer, and you don't have to go any further than that. I'm not sure I want to ask her that. That's right. So Linda Tripp was uh, basically one the one that, that dropped the dime, basically. You don't, yeah. you don't ask Wonder for permission on that kind of stuff. She recorded you ask the for calls, right? Did she record the calls? Yes. Did she save the dress? Yes. She did? Yeah. It was Linda Tripp that saved the dress. No, it was Monica Lewinsky that okay. saved the dress. And uh, who's tied into the cigar industry in a big way? What? Monica, Monica Lewinsky? Lewinsky? Yeah. Yeah. Really? You don't have any... This no, is a back to the Leave it to Beaver thing. No, it was a cigar. She was penetrated with a cigar. Right. So that's the cigar industry connection okay. with... I didn't uh, know that. You didn't know? No. I thought he was having a now, cigar. Now, I'm going to... Brag? I don't know what, what I'm going to say right now, but we bid sold on one of them? No, we sold Bill Clinton cigars. Oh, really? Mail order. He bought cigars from us a few different times, mail order. So you may or may not have supplied. May or may not have, but we the certainly sold it when we have the proof of that. Penetrating circumstance. It was. Died today, 21 years ago, Freddie Mercury. 
You're young enough to remember that, right? Eagles? Even though it's 21. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, he's not you, the Eagles. Hang on. No. Don't tell me. Really? No, that's the, uh, the one with the clapping. I have no and idea. And the stomping? Yes, it is. Okay. Queen. You're just Queen. joking. You're just joking. It's Queen. You're just joking because you couldn't be that stupid, right? <laughs> you're, a, you're a disc jockey. I'm a disc jockey in 2012. Yeah, but you should know at he least was, back to the he 50s. He was famous in, like, 1900. No, 20 years ago. 70s. was like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time I played an Eagles song? Queen. 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 Whatever. <laughs> we are the champions. Fat Bottom Girls, though. I like that song. It's a great song. Wow. Well, anyway. What well, do you think? You better take me home tonight. You know how we talk about early aggression? This is the opposite of that. This yeah. is building and power. Yeah, it's getting aggressive. It, it, it started off... Started off like, yeah, what's the big deal? And now I feel like there's a fat guy sitting on my chest. Yeah, it's, get, it's, it's getting heavier as it's building on. But uh, it's nice. And it has a little bit, I know there's no Nicaraguan taste in it, but if you had to resemble this as any other cigar in the building, what would you say it has a little bit of? Dead is fine on the edge. Uh, Just keep thinking. Albaton? Wow, that's interesting. El Baton, which is made by them, but no, I was going with Padron. Okay. Really? Got a little bit of Padron in it? A little, little, little yeah. co- chocolate with and, the raspberry type of thing? And a the little finish bit. there, yeah, yeah. No? Jam. What's it called when you breathe outside your nose? Yeah, retrohaling. Yeah, do that. Do with a little retrohaling. I dare you. He's getting no, better at it. He's not even, he's not, there's no smoke. There was a little smoke. No, there was none. I'm afraid to go harder than that. Right. Yeah, it's brutal. Nice cigar. Not good with These the things will not last. They will not last the weekend. I'll tell you right now. In all the stores. It's been a madhouse all week for them. Go to uh, any of your brick-and-mortar stores today, uh, tomorrow, by Monday. If you don't do it by then, it's over. Uh, if you want the Anejos. Uh, not bad priced. You're looking at uh, under $12 for the Torpedo. Um, so this is the number 55 that we're smoking here. And uh, that's all I got for there. You know what I got here? It's Cigar Snob Magazine. Why don't we, before we go into the next segment, why don't we take a break so we have time to go through that fully? Okay. you're all excited about it. Well, it's pretty cool because they have uh, the best uh, of the year. <laughs> this is good. The Rolling Stones. No, it is not. Just kidding. It's vanilla ice. It's Queen. It's not vanilla ice either. He ice, ripped off ice this. Ice Baby. No, it's Ice Ice Baby, which was a ripoff of, of uh, no, they're Under Pressure. Different. They're completely different. Yeah, no, this totally is Under different. Pressure by Queen. Anyway, I hope he we're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. And listen. And that shit. This isn't David Bowie? Ice is back. Oh, David Bowie. Good call. Come on. DJs. David, David, Bowie, Bowie. David Bowie is in this. David David Bowie is singing in this, but there's a Queen song. Huh. We'll have more musical uh, numbers for you, and uh, we'll talk about cigars, too, when we come back. We're live here from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and ahead, 2012, what's going on and what happened last year. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Uh, this is Edgar Dakamanji from Northeast Sales, and uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? 
Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the cigar agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head to head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the cigar agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Losers Anonymous Hotline, how can I help you? Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid. But I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is. 
David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Mm. You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Hello, this is Paul Joyle from Ocean State Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Wow. I'm getting it from all angles. Yeah, it's Queen, baby. And you know you love it. (laughs) That's right. We will rock you. This is the one song, Die Too Young. It doesn't matter what the age group that I play this song for as a disc jockey. Everybody will clap along and go crazy. Because they all know it. Freddie Mercury, uh, today's his birthday. He's not celebrating, though. Died of age 20 years ago. Uh, anyway, uh, also uh, heard from some people out there. Uh, Pete Best is still not only still out there, but uh, Pete Best is still touring. The Pete Best Band. Hmm. The Beatles are gone, but Pete Best still goes on. So who won? Mm. The this Beatles. Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they sold, they sold more actual albums than he made dollars. Right. And um, Ted Bundy was known as the Lady Killer because yes. he only killed ladies. And uh, someone asked on the chat box a very interesting question: uh, Would I allow Bill Clinton to use my cutter? And I would say that's the kind of slobber cutter guy that I could get behind. Just saying. Okay. Today is uh, Small Business Saturday, and you should be, uh, if you're out there driving around, you should be uh, headed to a small business uh, to support the small businesses out there. Believe me, in the long run, it's going to matter. You've got to help the small businesses survive. Because you're you're actually helping your local economy. You're helping the neighborhood kid that you don't want skinny dipping in your pool in the middle of the night. You're helping him have a job so he has money to go find entertainment someplace else. Because that's a problem you have. But they skinny dip inside your hot tub, right? It's awkward, and I don't like it. 
So I'm going to support all of my local brick and mortars. For that reason and that reason only. Clothed and out of my no, You have to support your small businesses, and, and it shouldn't be Small Business Saturday. It should be Small Business Every 2013. Day. How you about go. that? Yeah. You, know, you want to move the economy around? You want to change things? Support your local businesses. And, and for crying out loud, bring back Christmas. Right. Well, it's coming back starting right now. Merry I mean, Christmas, everybody. When do you guys Here, hit the tree? Eight pound, six ounce, newborn infant Jesus. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's what it's it all about. It could right be there. the baby Jesus either. It could be the could adult be. Jesus. It could be the teenage Jesus with the beard. And I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t shirt. Exactly. Yeah, you I could mean, do it could that be party too. Jesus. It could. It could be says, any kind of Jesus. Says a little bit of business, but uh, you know what? I came here to party. That's right. Here is a party right here. The, the next edition of Cigar Snob Magazine. Who's on the we, cover? We get the uh, Cigar Aficionado, and we get all the different ma- uh, magazines out there, but this one seems to sell all the time real fast, and it's because of the cover chicks that they put on here. Who and is they she? have a whole spread on the inside. It doesn't matter who she is, Chuck. Okay. We're not trying to get to know her name. Yeah, she doesn't have a name, but uh, she's smoking <laughs> cigars. And But what's, in, what's interesting to me mostly about this magazine is that they uh, looked at what came out this year after trade shows, and they came out with the best then, oh. which, is, which is now, the publication just came out, but they have the best new cigar uh, based on the cigars that they saw all the new things at the... Assuming know. that they saw them all because we know, a lot. Well, but we know some of them weren't... Uh, but they don't have the luxury of knowing uh, what's selling in the cigar shops or the numbers of the manufacturers. Uh, they all lie. You know, this cigar's doing really good out there, and they may not be doing good. There's only one way to tell, and that's ask the uh, brick-and-mortar retailer once again who knows the answer. But best new cigar of the year, Oliva Series V Milano, which is a very good cigar. Very good. A little salty, a little sweet. Very good cigar. Eight to thirteen dollar cigar. Their most expensive cigar, but it's worth it. Very, very good cigar. Um, best new cigar that could not be smoked at the show. Hmm. How interesting is that? Hmm. How do they know? Because it wasn't available to be smoked. But how do they know it was the best one? They died uh, at Simpson. Uh, how did they know? They predict it. They predict it. They predict it. So I'm just going to look at a cigar, and I'm going to say, okay, that's the best one. And it was Alec Bradley, fine and rare. Interesting. Uh, best new cigar that is strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Okay. Got an idea on that? Um, she has a figure that makes the number eight look like the number one. Is it going to be Johnny Garcia's? Yes, it is. Outstanding. Wow. La Duena. Yeah, baby. Great stick. Um, the best new brand not using the metric system. Meaning? All right. These categories really are leaving a little bit to be desired. The best cigar that I can't smoke and... The one not using the metric system. Yeah, would be the same. Do they have one that's, uh, I don't know, doesn't have a matchbook with its logo on it? Is that a category? It would be inch. E.P. Creo inch. Uh, it's not the metric system, it's but by the inch. I don't know. It's a little interesting, though. Interesting. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> the Should, best cigar shall I continue? where, the, where the, the, the guy who makes a cigar wears a big hat. That would be an Aho with uh, you, you got him or you got Avo. Yeah. Okay. Um, best new blending strategy. This is interesting. 
And I know we have more on the way. We should be receiving more Monday or All Tuesday. All right. Now, this blending strategy, are they talking like they put the tobacco in a blender? No, it's, it's how they decided it to be blended. And this is an interesting story. And, and uh, we, we did not smoke the cigar on the show because we received so little. Correct. One box of each. <clears throat> it's no, we did smoke it. Did we? Yeah, we did. We pulled three out. We decided last minute that we were going to do it. Because I did smoke the cigar, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Which one's that? Headley Grange by Crown Heads. Yeah. yeah, because they make all the rollers wear earbuds and all of iPhones, and they listen to the... Um, For Mr. Music? Grateful Dead? Wow, you're terrible. Is it the Grateful Dead or not? No, it is not. It's Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, same thing. <laughs> not even all close. 70s, close, 70s rock. It's all the same stuff. <laughs> For a disc jockey, man, you don't know your music at all. <laughs> Losing the fastball. For, for, for a disc jockey, I don't know the music he only from listens, the 70s. He only listens to his tapes that he makes, his, his tape mix or whatever yeah, you call it. So what do you call that's it? That's the only music that you need. Over and over, the same thing, the, over Mr. and Jonathan over. Mr. Jonathan mixes. You can get through life. The best new cigar with a funky name. I'm almost afraid to ask. Drew Estates, Papa Fritas. Right. You're not liking any of this. No, that's what I was going to go with. That means French fries. I don't know much Spanish. But you know that, you know one. that one. But I know the French fries. <laughs> El Baño and Papas Fritas. Uh, best coffee. Javalier. It is, uh, they call it Pro Cigar. And they don't know, but uh, the best coffee is at Pro Cigar, which is at the trade show. But the coffee they use is Cafe Sano, which Correct. is uh, Mike Cusano's coffee. Um, that is the best that's that's out there, um, and uh, we'll get we'll learn more and more about that coffee as time's going on for sure. The best booth hospitality. You weren't at the trade show, but who would you imagine would be the best hospitality booth? J.C. Newman. Good one, but that is wrong. <sighs> Which one had the hottest girls? That's a different booth altogether. Okay, because I was going to go with Playboy. Are they there? No. For a drone? Nope. Hospitality. Rocky Patel. He puts out a spread like no one else. You could go there and eat and drink and party all day, and he has a lot of people hanging around in the booth because it is, it's, a, it's a party atmosphere, as you would expect Rocky Patel to have. That's what it is. Yeah. And the sale's going on at the same time, which is good. Very that's why he continues to do it. So that's the place. Does but he get someone liquored up before he starts negotiating? How does this work? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, he does. That's what he, he does the best. <laughs> bring the bell on that one. The answer is yes. Yes, he does. Uh, best eye candy is Miami Cigars. Yeah. La Aurora. And they have uh, beautiful girls at their booth. Well, everybody has beautiful girls at the booth anyway. But interesting uh, addition to, uh, huh? Oh, that's a party. It is. So Cigar Snob Magazine, it says November, December. Uh, we're just receiving it now. Uh, very good issue. And uh, they cover the bases here. They have uh, stores in Connecticut. So those people listening in Connecticut, uh, they have a little write-up of all the different uh, hot stores in Connecticut waiting for them to come to New Hampshire. That's where they should come. Got some great stores here in New Hampshire. But Connecticut, big state with a lot of cigar stores. Um, what's the tax like in Connecticut? I believe, I believe it's 30, but um, the neighboring New York is at 75. So okay. all the people from New York, they can get away with it. They jump over the border and come over. But then you got Pennsylvania, which is at zero on the other side, so that's got to hurt them. 
why can't we just all get along and just play defense and let's lower the taxes everywhere instead of raise the taxes? Uh, we had an election for that, and everybody voted against that, right? I just don't understand the thought process behind thinking you're going to get something for nothing. You're going to vote people in who promise you extra stuff. The money is going to come from somewhere. They get they get something for nothing when they uh, like the people in Cuba. They get like uh, thirty cents a week or something, and they live like poor people, because that's what. Um, Eventually, the money is going to run out because you can only tax people in the upper end for so long before they leave or decide they want to be poor people. Yeah, and then you run out. The money's happen. gone. I hate to say it, but I, I don't see uh, good things happening. Uh, out there, uh, I want to mention our military once again, CigarsForWarriors.net. CigarsForWarriors.net. This is a good time of year to uh, look in those humidors and see if there's uh, a bunch of cigars that you're sitting on. That, yeah, you uh, don't have to go make an extra purchase. You know, you've, you've got some cigars maybe you didn't care for. They weren't your flavor profile. There's someone in the military that it's going to hit their profile. And they'll be so happy to get them. Uh, you'll be really helping somebody out that... that, that uh, um, be so happy when they receive it. I talk to military guys that are out now, and they say, you know, getting those packages from you guys, yeah. I can't thank you enough. You know, it turns a terrible day into a great week. Uh, yes. You open it up and... And it's them. not like they're smoking cigars all day long. I mean, they get a little bit of time to be able to kick back and relax. And if you can imagine, you know, there's a threat of a bomb flying over your head at any minute. And if you can imagine that they, they can find time to relax there, talk about some tremendous willpower on their part push all that out to the outside and, and sit there and enjoy a cigar. And this is their vacation when they, they're literally living in hell every single day, protecting the rights that, that we take for granted all the time. So you can go on cigarsforwarriors.net and make your donation there. You can make a financial donation. They'd rather cigars anyway because that's what they're going to do with them anyway. Look through your humidor. You see, don't give them crap either. Mm -hmm. But look through your humidor and say, this one's a little too mild for me or this one's a little too strong for me or something. Here's some extra ones. Go in the store, grab a handful of them. Uh, go on cigarsforwarriors.net. It'll say everything, what to do, uh, how to package them up and send them over to them. You're just going to be shipping it to the U.S. It's not like it's a big deal. They'll take it from there and they'll make sure that uh, the Warriors over, yep. get the right thing. Uh, we need to set that up again. Uh, right after the holiday season, we got a little more space. And send, we sent a big, big, giant huge, package out there. Huge, covered the whole back shelf. And uh, thanks for all the uh, the people that donated and added the cigars. Believe me, those guys are going to be very, very happy when they receive that package, which should be right about now. Yeah. Should be getting it. And uh, you know, it, they let us know. Believe me, you know, I got lots of letters and uh, thank you stuff, and you know, thank you to the people out there that did it uh, themselves. And uh, you're doing good for our uh, soldiers that are out there. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, we're smoking Fuente Rarities. We smoked the Between the Lines earlier today. Um, pricey cigar uh, that lasted a whole hour long. Now we're smoking the Anejo. Uh, I got a new one. You got a new flavor profile. No, no, no. I got a new cigar line for Fuente. We it's going to be called Line It Up. Oh, a new and cigar for them. you take three of the cigars... And they're all the, the, the wrapped up with the twisty thing on the barber pole. And they're all connected. You know, you twist it like sausage links and you get them. And they're three, it's a three one. So it's called Three's. Line It Up. Line it up, baby. Huh? Line it up, baby. Line it up, baby. So you get three in one and then you just cut 
cut the thing off. Chuck. Oh, you're quick with that, Chuck. You're quick. You're very fast. The sausage links. I'm sure they're writing that down <laughs> right now and going into full production. <laughs> On my recommendation. On your recommendation. Um, it's gold, Jerry. Did we get a price? This, this was eleven ninety nine. This so. was eleven ninety nine. Okay. This is worth eleven ninety nine. Yeah. All day long. Uh, it's building up in strength. Uh, it's not, not too getting, bad. No, it's not getting too overpowerful. And I find that cigars that build slowly, like this one is, I can handle something that's much stronger if it eases in. Yeah, yeah. The same way yeah. when I know we're going to smoke powerhouses on the show, that I will start off with something mild early on, say nine o'clock. And as we get to 10.30, I smoke something a little more robust. And then by the time we hit the powerhouse, it really isn't that bad. Because what, what, what hits you, it, that nicotine hits you, it's, it's the jump from zero to 100 that is the, the overpowering factor. Whereas if you slowly build up, it's like speeding on the highway. You just don't notice. Officer, I have no idea how fast I was going. Yeah, driving you say 95. I, I don't know. Is that the way you play it out? I started at 65 and... Whatever happened, happened. Huh. You don't go right into the argument of why did you pull me over before they get to when they before so they play get to offense. Speak. We have a couple of policemen right here. <laughs> Chief of police is right over here. What's the <laughs> correct way to handle that, <laughs> sir? You call him sir. I say, officer, why are you pulling me over before they say <laughs> why? The, you know, give me a license and registration. Is that the right way? <laughs> He's shaking his head. Yes, <laughs> because he likes cuffing people. You know, he does yeah. take them down on the ground. I'm a huge fan of pulling over immediately. The, I, I see the lights go on and they start turning around. I pull over. I assume it's me. Right over off to the side. Sometimes they almost drive by me because they can't believe I pulled over that fast. I know it's me. Yeah, you don't take them for a little joy ride from the neighborhood? Absolutely no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the think neighbor. they like when they see your car go up on two wheels because you tried making that right and hiding in someone's driveway. And they get you for trespassing. And you have the license and registration ready right away. Right oh, away. Yeah. Boom. They, the window's cracked and it's already ready. And they, <laughs> hand, and they hand you that ticket right away real quick. Absolutely. It's just right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My hands are at 10 and 2. I'm ready to go. Classical music on. Seatbelts on. Yeah. I'm wondering. I always wonder, like, how they get you with the seatbelt law. How can they see? You're driving 35 miles an hour going one way. They're doing 35 the other. That's a combination speed of 70 miles an hour, and they can tell you didn't have your seatbelt on. Because you don't have that T-shirt with the black line striped across. <laughs> that's why you wear yes, that. that's <laughs> why. All right. David gets dressed to go driving, and I'm, I'm always wondering what it we is. We live in New Hampshire. We don't have to have a seatbelt or a helmet or a, or a license for our gun. Amen. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. We don't have to. And you could have that cord, the, your, your uh, mic cord, and you're all set, right? There you go. It's going. I ended up wearing it the wrong way, or inside out, and it's going the wrong way. I got the seatbelt uh, ticket before. You have? In uh, New York. I was going one mile an hour in the traffic of New York. Wow. And a policeman walked up to me and gave me a ticket. Oh, they got a big deficit. Walked up to me. How embarrassing it is for, for the police chase. The guy walked over to you. That you don't even have time to get your adrenaline pumping. Like you see him in the rearview mirror, you hope that there's a break. Maybe Why a... do I need a seatbelt? We're going one mile an hour. If we're lucky, we'll stop and go. <laughs> Seriously. Is there anything worse than driving a standard in traffic? No. No. You don't drive a standard at all, but it's not can fun. you? I do. The DeLorean is a standard. I saw you take off with the DeLorean. The De- er, er, er. That 
Yeah. Stick? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no power, nothing. How's it doing? It's good. It's in the garage. It's almost time for us to take that thing yeah, out. Yeah, we got to do a man video. First, the first snowstorm. It's got rear-wheel drive. We'll just go and do donuts. Oh, man, it's not going to be good in the snow. <laughs> no way. Donuts, donuts. Do this donuts is, in the snow with a DeLorean? This is the manly way to do donuts. I just happen to have a DeLorean right here. You know what I want to see happen? You know those shows like uh, custom shows where they like you know they, they redo motorcycles and cars and things like that? Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. deck them out. I want to see someone deck out the DeLorean to make it look like the DeLorean in Back to the Future. You know, like with the flux capacitor inside, with the whole get up in the back on the trunk there. That would be pretty awesome. That's what I want to see. That's what you should do. I think it would cost you extra money to get the uh, 1.21 yeah, gigawatts one. you need to go back in time. But yeah, I've never seen a souped-up. How about if you turn a DeLorean into a limousine or something? Stretch it out. Stretched out DeLorean. Now wow. you're talking, man. That's an incredible waste of money. No. <laughs> Make that money back, you know? you got to have one of those watches. Stainless steel is so expensive right now. I just don't. I think it's cost prohibitive. I don't think you could charge enough for the ride. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a market for what it. What would be cool is if the gullwing door was also stretched, so you open up the whole side of the car. Oh, man. It's like 30 feet of door. It takes five guys. There's all handles on it. <laughs> well, we're not going to be able to do it because we're going to give it away on September 25th. We're giving away the DeLorean. We're going to have all the information on that first of the year. Uh, we have it locked up, right? We've got it locked up. So 15 different manufacturers participating, and uh, tickets will go on sale on May 3rd, I believe, if that's the first Saturday uh, in May, May 3rd. Uh, we'll start selling tickets to two guys' 25th anniversary. Uh, going back in time, giving Love away it. a DeLorean. Going back in time, baby. But sometimes people... Uh, very rarely happens, but sometimes people don't take the prize because I talk them into the cash. Yeah. That's one that you probably wouldn't mind keeping. Right. And then do something crazy with it after that. Get another. Turn it into a stretch. Get another thing after it. Um, we are going to be taping next week's show this Thursday. Join us. Uh, so we'll do it here. This is where we've come now. You just throw it in the towel early so that I don't say it on the show. You're going to do it. You're going to say it anyway. So <laughs> I am going to say up. it anyway. So you're going to preempt me. So Thursday uh, we'll do it here. Although we were trying to get Victor Vitali and the cigar agency uh, to do a show live from their um, warehouse. Oh, yeah. nice. We got a we got a chance to go to their warehouse. It's awesome. Manchester. It's awesome. And uh, right here, uh, Nashua. Not Nashua. It's the not next Hudson, maybe. Hudson. Yeah. Yep. Hudson, New Hampshire. That would be fun. So it's right up the street. We'll be able to pull that off, right? When is power? Very yeah. interesting. It's a, it's a cigar warehouse, and they have nothing but very hot girls working there. It's awesome. Really? Yeah. It's all, and you can tell they're hot on the phone. It's not like the fat girls that have the hot voice, and you kind of how can you tell? There's a little something off. Well, he knows because he went there. Well, I, I could tell they were hot on the phone, and then I went there, and they were hotter than what they sounded. It was awesome. We're doing a show there. That's it. It's on. We're going to so, Yeah, we tried to do it uh, for this Thursday, but he's traveling somewhere, and uh, he said he couldn't do it, so maybe we'll plan. Uh, and he didn't want us being in the warehouse alone at 5 o'clock at night for whatever him. reason. Can't blame him. So Smoke all could his we, we, could, could we do a live there, too, Chuck? Of course. Yeah, it doesn't course, matter. As long as he has a phone line for us. And as good. long as we can smoke, and we could smoke in there, because yep. we did. We did. So that's all we want. Anyway, uh, that's it. It's uh, the wow, day. the show flew by. Did it. Okay. Not even coming off. Uh, thank, thanks to the Fuentes for uh, providing us these rare cigars.
Uh, we're able to have them in the your cigar, your local brick and mortars have them right now. Get them while you can and support brick and mortar stores today and every, every day. day, please. So for Chuck Morrison, Mr. Jonathan, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority this week and every week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else today, please, for the love of God, keep the lid end out of your mouth.